Glory to God. Hallelujah. Why don't you just give somebody a high five? If you can't, if you're afraid to touch them, just wink at them or something. And let them know I'm glad to be healed by Jesus. Y'all glad to be here today? Well, I'm excited about being here, believe me. I've been praying about this. We're, the whole world is in a season where we're having to rebound, if you would, or rebuild, if you would. We're having to get back. We've been beat up for a while. But guess what? We're knocking the dust off. We're planning. And we're rebuilding. So I've been asking the Lord how to, how to do that. Well, I'm going to tell you how to do that. One of the most important things is go back to the fundamentals. Okay? You know, if you have a structure you got part of the structures falling down you got to go back to the foundations and this is what we're going to hear today and the guest speaker that we have the message that God has anointed him to preach is a timely message for this generation we're looking for answers we're looking for where where and what to trust this is very fundamental. Don't overlook fundamentals. Whenever someone's playing, a team is playing in a championship, and they wound up losing the championship, you know what they do? They go back to the fundamentals. Okay? And it seems like we've been beat up. But you know what? It ain't over. Till the fat lady sings and I ain't been hearing her. <laughs> Are you listening? So I want to tell you that what you're going to hear today is very, very important to what God's going to do in this generation. And I want you to make an Omega Church welcome from Zona Nyerhart as well as Omega Church. We welcome Buddy and got to put a rail on that. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. Amen. Yeah, the fat lady hasn't sung, but it's time for the fat boy to preach. Amen. You can be seated. Amen. Whoa, it's good to be back. Isn't life exciting? I mean, real exciting. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, Trey, are you excited about September? Yes, sir. What? You don't look excited. <laughs> huh? You're nervous. I can tell. <laughs> Y'all don't know this. I ha has it been announced what you're doing in September? Is it okay if I announce it? Yes, Let people know. Amen. And maybe you can help get him excited, you know. <laughs> But in September, uh, uh, Trey is going to uh, travel to Honduras with me. Amen. Amen. First time out of the country. Amen. So, you know, he's probably a little nervous, you know. But uh, we're going to travel uh, when we land in, uh, uh, where are we going to land? Where are we flying into? Pan yeah, Sula, yeah. <laughs> I've been there several times. I just don't speak the language. Amen. 
But uh, then we're going to travel uh, two, two hours inland, amen, and to a ministry. I'm on the board of this uh, ministry, and it's kind of a unique ministry. Uh, uh, they, they have a school for kids. And uh, what's special about this school is they, uh, they train them to be entrepreneurs uh, for, to start their own businesses in the country. And uh, some of them have now had some pretty successful uh, uh, businesses uh, in the country. And, uh, but it's a, it's a school. It's from uh, uh, grade school up through high school. And, uh, and so it's, it's a very unique uh, ministry. But uh, uh, Trey, uh, uh, I asked him if he wanted to go. He said, sure. And after he said, sure, and, you know, he would, I, I come back to him. and I said, well, you're going you're gonna to preach while you're there. Amen. I mean, you're just not, I'm just not taking you on a vacation. Amen. I mean, I'm going to get something out of you. Amen. There's another gentleman that's uh, never been out of the country either that's going to go with us, a good, good friend of our ministry. And uh, so uh, after talking with the director down, down, uh, down there in Honduras, uh, I called Trey back and I said, well, Trey, now you're going to speak again. You're going to speak to the staff. Uh, of the uh, of the ministry, Amen. So, have you been practicing your Spanish? <laughs> he has a little bit. Oh, that 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 will get you in trouble. Just forget it. I've learned. Just forget. Just go with the interpreter, Amen. Because they'll they'll say whatever they want to say, Amen. I found that out, Amen. But it, it, it's good to be back. I tell you, what an exciting hour to be living in. I mean, you know, uh, I, I was sitting there, I was thinking about that, you know, uh, the first wave of this so-called pandemic was strike one on the devil, amen. Now he's trying to throw another one, well, it's going to be strike two, amen. And, I, and my understanding, when you get three strikes, you're out, amen, you're out. And, and so uh, I, the third strike is on its way, and, and uh, the church is rising back up. He ain't knocking us out, Amen. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Amen. We're, we're, we're going to rise up. Now, uh, I, I, want, I want... Oh, man, he's good looking, isn't he? <laughs> when I was praying about um, today, here two days ago, uh, the Lord spoke to me, and uh, I have a gift for uh, someone today. It might, might be uh, uh, several of you today. Or it might be a, a gift that, that uh, we bring back to your remembrance. And if you would, would, would you put that, that f those first scripture ups, up there? And it's Romans 10, 9, and 10. It says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you're here today, and you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or maybe you've questioned your salvation, Put up verse 9 again. If thou should confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, 
and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Let's take a moment, if you would, and just bow your heads. And just have a moment of silence. I know that the Holy Spirit spoke to me about this, that you might be here today and you've never received or you don't know, you didn't know how to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Well, just right there where you're sitting, you can receive Jesus. And I believe there's a few here you've questioned your salvation. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made into salvation. You're going to walk out of here today saved. Amen? Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Yesterday, Pastor Ronnie and I were, he, he wanted to, to, to drive me around the area and show me what is going on in the south end of San Antonio. And uh, we were out for probably <laughs> over an hour, wasn't it? And showed me subdivision after subdivision that is being built down here. Have y'all noticed? There's a little building going on down here. Took me by the, the factories that are moving here. Amen. A huge factory from, uh, from Illinois, my home state, is, uh, is moving in here. Massive building. And just, you know, things going on. And just, uh, he took me to one subdivision. And then he takes me to another subdivision. He says, look what's going on here. And then we went over here to another subdivision. There are going to be a lot of people moving into this area. Amen. You know, I... I, I I really believe probably between 50 to 100,000 new people are going to be in this area. It took us out to the, 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 the university out there, AM, amen, and, and the 600 acres, ATM or whatever it is. <laughs> is it, it took me to the ATM, amen. And 600 some acres that they're developing right now for their students. They started with 1,000 students, and now you say they're up to 6,000 right now. Amen. And what's going to happen when they build all those, all those apartments and all those houses and that 600? There's going to be thousands and thousands of new people. But here is what's interesting. I, I never said this to you. I didn't see no new churches being built. I didn't see no church buildings being built. But listen to this those people are going to be looking for a church, okay? I mean, okay, there's no churches being built, but there are churches. I heard there's one down here, uh, what, what's the name, um, Omega Church? Anybody heard of that one? Amen. Now listen to me. These people are going to be looking for a church, all right? Not just a place that, uh, you know, says church, okay? 
but they're going to be looking for a church. Let, 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 me, let, me, let, me, let me read you some research that I've just did uh, over the last couple of weeks about uh, what keeps people coming to church, okay? This, this is really interesting, and I, I think it's going to put a smile on your face, all right? Listen to this. Research among previous individuals revealed a surprising desire to know and understand doctrine. I don't know if any of you remember this, but, I, but I, I've said this for, I don't know, last few years. It's going to get worse out there. And people are going to look for churches that have answers. Because listen, listen to this. Knowledge, however, is not enough. It is vital to them that the church they attend be uncompromising in its stand. I don't know, is there any churches out here that take a stand? Any pastors around here to stand up here and say, listen, this is the way it's going to be? Amen. I, I, man, I'm reading, I'm, I'm thinking, man, Omega. People know People need to know that the church stands for something. Now listen to this. The number one sin of a dying church is the watering down of doctrine. I don't know about you. Y'all be getting goosebumps about now. And I'm not just saying this because Pastor Ronnie and I are very, very dear friends. But he does not water it down. Listen to me. Now, they don't, they don't know Pastor Ronnie. They don't know what he's been doing. Listen to this. In an attempt not to offend, in an attempt not to offend, the gospel is watered down and truths are compromised. Ironically, this drives away the very people the church is desperate to attract. You know, I've heard people say, well, you know, not, not about Pastor Ronnie, but, you know, I've, I'm, I travel a lot and I've heard in church, well, pastor's too tough. Why? Just because he tells it like it is? Just because he preaches the word? This is what people are looking for. I mean, uh, when they leave the building and they drive out there, they, they right, run right smack dab into the world and all the confusion and, and, and chaos that's going on out there. Wouldn't it great to come to a place where there's answers? There's answers, and, that, and those answers bring peace. Now listen to this. 90% of people said, that friendliness or facilities was a major factor when deciding where to attend church. Out of 353 people interviewed about the first time they attended a new church, 311 mentioned that friendliness of the church. And out of those 353 people, 117 specifically mentioned greeters or welcome centers. Isn't that interesting? I think we have a part. Amen? Pastor Ronnie and Zona, they have a part in preaching and teaching the uncompromising word of God. And we have a part, amen, 
of projecting the love, the friendliness of Jesus when people begin to attend and come to the church. And mark it down. This is going to happen. You have between 50, this is my figures, 50 to 100,000 people that are gonna be moving into this area. They will, they will be looking for a church. Amen. And I pray that they hear about Omega Church where the word of God, the uncompromising word of God is being taught. That the pastors do not compromise, but they tell the truth. Amen? Turn, turn to, uh, amen, amen, give them a hand, amen. Woo, man. If you're not excited, don't have goosebumps. I'm excited and I have goosebumps, amen. Man, glory to God. Turn to, um, they, they don't have this scripture. They might be able to get it real quick. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 50, 58. Now, y'all, I'm going to take real good care of Trey, okay? <laughs> this is not uh, when, you know, uh, <laughs> missionaries, uh, I'm always, they'll come to me and say, Brother Bell, you know, when we go overseas, uh, we lose weight. But we notice when you go overseas, you gain weight. <laughs> I said, well, brother, you're going to the wrong places. I'm telling you right now. You are going to the wrong places. Amen. You want to travel with me. Amen. Because <laughs> we're going to stay in. It, it, it's a, well, I, I, we think it's a pretty nice hotel, isn't it? I mean, it's pretty, but I mean, we're inland. I mean, we're going to be, you know, but I'll take real good care. He'll come back, you know, not real skinny, and, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll feed him good. Amen. But uh, I, I'm excited about going, Trey. And uh, it, it'll be great. It'll be great. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, listen to this, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Amen. You know, I, I'm, I'm noticing there's a, a, a lot of changes uh, happening uh, here at Omega Church, and I, and I think that's great. I love to come back to churches, and I love to see something different. Amen. Change brings growth, and growth brings change. Change brings growth, and growth brings change. Change brings growth, and growth brings change. You don't want to stop that cycle. You want to keep that going. You want things happening. So we see that happening. Amen. That you're out front. Uh, uh, first thing Pastor Ronnie wanted to show me, he says, have you seen the front of the church yet? I said, well, no, let's go see it, you know. Why? Because number one, he's proud of it. Amen. But it is an eye catcher, isn't it? Now, now it's an eye catcher. Amen. If they think this much of the outside, I wonder what it's like on the inside. Well, let's look at something. Turn to 2 Chronicles chapter 9. Let me show you a visitor and some of the things that she has noticed 
in her visit. And this is the uh, Queen of Sheba when she's visiting uh, Solomon. And I believe we can relate this today even to the local church. And I, and I believe it, it's going to help some of you uh, to maybe understand uh, Pastor uh, Ronnie and, and Pastor Zona a little bit better on why they're doing the things that they're doing. And I want you to remember, there's going to be, and it, this, these are my figures, and I don't think I'm that far off, probably 50 to 100,000 new people coming into this part of San Antonio around you. Amen. I'll say it again. They will be looking for a church. They will be looking for a church. Amen. And the ones that they're going to pay attention to are the ones they hear the reports that the uncompromising word of God is being taught there. Amen. Amen. And that people care for each other. Let's, let's, let's see this. Second Chronicles chapter 9, verse 1, it says, And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Pastor Ronnie. She came to prove Pastor Ronnie with hard questions in San Antonio, Texas. With a very great company, camels that bear spices and gold in abundance and precious stones. Now, this lady is loaded, okay? She carries it around on camels. I mean, how many of you ladies would love to have a camel loaded down with jewels and precious stones? Come on, come on. My wife wants a double hump camel. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So this lady is loaded, okay? Now, I, I, I'm just saying this, and, uh, you know, uh, there's going to be some Queen of Sheba's moving to this part of San Antonio. They all just don't live up on the north side, but they're coming to the south side too. Can I have an Amen. 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 And when she was come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. And Solomon told her all her questions, and there was nothing hid from Solomon which he told her not. And when the queen of Sheba had seen, now that, that's a key word right there, seen, sight, S-E-E-N, sight. I realize that all of you today here, and even you that are, are watching on the internet, I realize that we, we are spirit people. That we, we are not moved by what we see or hear or smell or, or taste. But I've always said this, if we're not supposed to use them, why did God give them to us? You know, I thank God my nose was working when I picked up that glass of sour milk, amen. And if my nose wasn't working, I thank God my tongue was working. Amen. Because if my nose wasn't working and my tongue wasn't working, <laughs> my stomach will work. Amen. And we will bring it up and start all over again. Can I have an amen? But there are some people who are moved by what they see. I, you know, and please understand this, not, not to condemn me, but, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe been one or two here at Omega Church that, wow, I don't know why we're spending all this money out front with that landscaping. I bet that cost a lot of money. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Amen. 
but it's catching people's eye. You ever drove by a house that had a for sale sign out front? And, 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 the, and the landscaping and, and the front of the house was just trashed. Did you even give it a second look? Just went on by. But when you drive by a house and they got really nice landscaping, first thing you think, well, somebody cares about this place. Hmm. Well, if they care about it outside, I bet it's pretty much the same on the inside. Amen. How many thousands and thousands of people are driving by Omega Church every day? What are they thinking when they drive by? Boy, that's nice. Something must be going on there. It didn't look like that a year ago. Didn't look like that two years ago. Something must be happening. I thought the church was going down the drain. Looks like that one's doing pretty good. Excuse the way I think, okay? <laughs> but I, 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 I've learned that a lot of people think the same way I think when they see something. Let's go on. Let's see what happens. And when the queen of Sheba had seen, number one, the wisdom of Solomon, the uncompromising truth that he's teaching, and the house that he had built. And I've already talked about this just a little bit, but, but I, I, I've often, I've, I've told churches uh, for years this one thing, and, and, and I want to clarify something before I continue. And I don't know if this will bless you, but you know who showed me this truth that I'm sharing with you right now that I have shared around the world now for the last 30-some uh, years is this man sitting on this chair right down here. Pastor Ronnie came to me one day and said, Buddy, have you ever seen this in the Old Testament? The Queen of Sheba and her visit with Solomon. I said, no, but it will preach again. Amen. He constantly asked for me, you know, that he would like royalties, you know. Because I have shared this. I have shared this teaching to, I can say, over, over a thousand some churches around the world. And it has blessed them and, and touched them. Amen. So I just wanted to clarify that. And thank you, Pastor Ronnie. And God will bless you someday. Amen. <laughs> he is blessing you. You're getting the blessing. Amen. amen. Yeah, amen. All right. Thank you, Lord. So she noticed the house that he had built. I often tell churches, you know, if you got some dirt outside, plant something in it. Let people see there's life on the outside. Because it'll get them thinking if there's life on the outside, then maybe, maybe there's life on the inside. And people are looking for life. They're looking for hope. Amen. I tell them, if you don't have no dirt outside, you know, hang up a banner. 
Do something. Let people know you're alive. Amen. Man, I, 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 I've driven by some churches, and please understand, I, I'm not a hard person, okay? But I've driven by some churches, and I think, good night, they'd have to pay me to go in there. And a lot of them do, amen. <laughs> a lot of them do. They're just dead looking. Y'all don't look at me. You know what I'm talking about. There's some here in this area you drive by and think, good night. Are they still having church? Does anybody still go? Look, your neighbor say, I, I, I know where he's talking about, amen. <laughs> she noticed the house that he had built. Next, look at this. She noticed the meat of his table. In another translation, it says she noticed the quality of the food that he was giving out. And I, and I sat there and I, I was meditating on that and I thought, oh man, that is so true. What is the quality of the word of God that's being dealt out to the congregation? Are you getting... Steak, are you getting prime rib? Or are you getting watered-down soup? She noticed the quality of the food. People are going to notice the quality. People online are noticing the quality of the food that is being given out at Omega Church. I tell you, church, it's the day of the steak. You want steak. You don't want watered-down soup. It, 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 it's not going to help you that much, but a good old steak. A good old steak. <laughs> With a baked potato. Does a lot for you. Amen. Just wanted to emphasize there. Amen. She noticed the meat of his table. Now, this is her first visit. and the attendance of his ministers. Trey and Nita, I just want to tell you that every time I've come, you're sitting on the front row. So many churches I've gone to where leaders sit in the back of the church. Amen. People notice the leadership. They notice where they sit. Amen. She noticed the ministers. I, I'm a firm believer leaders ought to stand out in the church. Amen. 85% of most church problems come from leadership. Now, I'm talking about other churches right now, okay? I'm not saying there's problems here. Amen. But sometimes leaders don't realize that. You're, you're being watched. Over the years, Kathy, in this true, we've had people come up and say, you know why we're involved in church? Because we watched you and Kathy. Didn't say anything about the preaching as much, but we watched you. 
We watched you when you walked in with a smile, and then we, we watched you at the end of the service to see if you still had that smile. People never go beyond their leadership. I'm a firm believer that, that you just don't make anybody a leader. God says in his word, prove me in all things. Amen. How do you do that? Being faithful, being committed, being loyal. Look at your neighbor and smile and ask them, do, do, do you know anybody like that? Amen. She noticed the attendance of his ministers and their apparel. Hmm, really look at this place over. And his cupbearers also and their apparel. Amen. We need to have smiling ushers. <clears throat> I'll say it again. We need to have smiling ushers that want to take people's money. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, when, when I was an usher, people would say, how come you're smiling when you're taking up the offering? Brother Bell, I was an usher. I said, well, because these people are going to get blessed. The Bible says if you give, it'll be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. And those who give their tithe, amen, the windows of heaven are going to open up. And so I, I'm happy about that, amen. You know, L listen, I don't know about you, but, you know, uh, it's not easy sometimes to write the check or to text in the, the money. Why? Because we work for it. It's not easy to give it up, amen? And when you look up at a, an usher that has an old sourpuss face, you know, and all he's reminding you is, you know, your hard time that you're going through, it's really tough. But if you look up and see one smiling, <laughs> smiling, amen, it's not as hard. Can I have an amen? amen. Can, can, if I don't put a little humor in this, y'all gonna be throwing your Bibles at me, Amen. <laughs> Okay, a mere heart doeth good as a medicine. Amen. And a nurse told me this. The only way you can exercise your liver is through laughter. You can run a million miles and you won't exercise your liver one bit. Laughter is the only thing that exercises your liver. Amen. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? The joy of the Lord is our strength. A merry heart doeth good as a medicine. Don't ever let the enemy take your joy, okay? If you do, call me up. I'll be back. Amen. She noticed the attendance of his ministers, their apparel, his cupbearers also, and their apparel and his accent by, he went up in the house of the Lord. 85% of communication is done through body expression. You ever had anybody ask you, hey, what's wrong? And you go, well, nothing, why? Well, you need to tell your face. <laughs> you ever had that happen? 
I've had that happen, you know. You need to tell your face. Because it sure looks like there's something wrong, amen. You know, it takes 30, well, I'm giving a lot of information out today. It takes 35 less muscles to smile than it does to frown. Medical fact. 35 less muscles. Don't tell me you can't smile. It's easier for you to smile than to walk around with that frown on your face. You're working at it if you're frowning. Look your neighbor and smile. I'm sure helping somebody online. I know I'm not helping anybody here. It's all the people online I'm helping. Amen. We're going to have a good time in Honduras. Amen. Let's go on. And she said to the king, now listen to this. It was a true report which I heard in my own land of thine acts and of thy wisdom. The greatest evangelism tool is curiosity. That's the greatest evangelism tool. Over years, I've had people say, oh, it's so hard to get people to come to church. I'll look at them and say, no, it's not hard to get people to come to church. Oh, yeah, Brother Bill, it's hard to get people to come to church. I said, no. I said, you know, you just told me something. The reason it's hard for you is because you don't talk about church outside of these four walls. All you got to do is just talk about church. You don't need to preach to people. You don't need to quote scripture to them. You don't need to act spiritual around them. Just talk about your church. Talk about what's going on, what's happening, you know. Sooner or later, their curiosity is going to peak. I mean, you know, don't raise your hand, but how many of you came only because of curiosity? You wanted to see, is it really like that? Is he really that way? Or you drove by and saw, man, something's happening in that church. You drive by a lot of other churches, just it's been that way for years outside. But it's changing there at Omega Church. Your curiosity. Everybody's different. Everybody will peak different levels, you know. But that's all you gotta do. Just talk about church. It's not hard to get people to come to church. Sooner or later, some take longer than others, but sooner or later, you don't have to beg them to come. Just tell them what's going on. Have you drove by and seen our, the, our landscaping out front? We got people traveling overseas now. Man, Pastor Ronnie, he teaches the uncompromising word of God in our church. We had somebody got healed of cancer. God, God, just talk about church. That's all God do. Curiosity is going to rise up. Somebody was talking to her. Look what she said. Howbeit I believe not their words until I came and my eyes had seen it. Hmm. Now look at this. And behold, whoo, the one half of the greatness of thy wisdom was not told me, for thou exceedest the fame that I heard. Something else affected her just as much 
as what she had just seen. But listen to me. She would not have experienced what I'm about to share with you if she was not there. But because being there now, she says, happy are thy men and happy are these thy servants which stand continually before thee and hear thy wisdom, thy uncompromising word. Everybody's happy. I believe another word, Trey, I could insert here is the attitude of everybody there. She noticed the attitude of how excited they are. Don't they know what's going on out there? Yeah! But Jesus is alive and well. Amen. Amen. Yes, we know what's going on out there. But we have Jesus. Amen. Our God's still on the throne. Amen. Amen. She noticed the attitude of everyone. And look, look what this did to her, okay? Look. She said, blessed be the Lord thy God. She got saved. Now, I know, but I know nobody gets saved in the Old Testament, but it's a type and a shadow of the news. She says, there is a God. There is a God. I walked from darkness into light. There is a God. She got saved. She said, blessed be the Lord thy God, which delighteth in thee that set thee on his throne to be king for the Lord thy God. Because thy God loved Israel to establish them forever, therefore made a king over them do judgment and justice. Whoo, what a statement from a first time visitor. There is a God. You're the man of God. This is the house of God. God's hand is upon this church. First time there. And she gave the king 120 talents of gold and spices of great abundance and precious stones, and neither was there any such spice as the queen of Sheba gave King Solomon. She pulled out her checkbook, wrote a check for $130 million, and put it in the offering. Woo! From a first-time visitor. Oh, that don't happen. Fuck. I could give you testimony after testimony. Gentleman uh, uh, flew in from California to Dallas. Uh, uh, opened up the yellow pages when they had yellow pages. Found a church, went to this church. Was so impressed with that church and his service. When he went back, he sent a letter to the pastor. In that letter, he had a check for $250,000. By the end of the year, he had sent $1 million to that church, and he's only been there one time. One time. Oh, amen. There's no telling how many Queen of Sheba's are here this morning. Could write one check and pay for everything. Not, not that you, you don't need no money here. You have millions in the bank, amen. I mean, you know, you don't want to do any more than what you're doing right now. You don't want to expand. You don't want to reach out any more than what you're doing. Hmm? 
There's no telling how many Queen of Sheba's are going to walk into this church in the next year, next two years, next five years. You say, Brother Buddy, are you after people's money? No, 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 relax. I'm not after people's money. But if they have it, <laughs> I can't think of a better place to put it than in the church. Can I have an amen? Amen. This is an exciting hour that we're living in. Amen. And just because things in the world out there seem to be tumbling down doesn't mean the church has to tumble with it. Are you hearing me? But should rise to the top and be that oasis, be that light, that, uh, what's that light at the ocean? Lighthouse. Be the lighthouse when people drive by and see what's happening at Omega Church. Would you stand up with me? Hallelujah. Just like what Pastor Ronnie said, it's time to get back to the basics. It's time to shore, shore up the foundation and get ready. Amen. It's going to happen. There's no telling how many visitors you will allow to come here, that you will influence to walk through those doors. Again, the greatest evangelism tool is curiosity. Just talk about church. And again, thank God you got a church where there's, change, there's things changing all the time. So you have something new to share with people. Guess what's going on now? Guess what, what will happen? Well, uh, one of our, our, our leaders are going to travel overseas for the first time and minister in Honduras. Amen. Yeah. He'll bring back a, a great report to share with you. Then you got something else to share. And then know how, how many of you are going to travel overseas? Amen. I think every American ought to go overseas. Be honest with you. Some of them ought to stay there. Amen. When we get them there, amen, we just stay there. Oh, amen. There's a lot of people don't know it. it Trey, Trey won't be the same when he comes back. I'm, I'm just saying that. I'm telling you. It, it does change you, doesn't it, Kathy? It changes you. Thank God for America. Thank God for the church. Thank God for the Word of God. Thank God for Jesus. Bow your heads. Let me pray over you. Father, I thank you for this morning. and What a, what a great time we've had today. And, and I just want to thank you for it. I want to thank you for life. I want to thank you for joy. I want to thank you for our relationships with one another. And I want to thank you, most of all, for Jesus. Father, I pray for every individual here today, every individual watching online. 
that the gifts, the talents on the inside begin to stir and begin to rise to the top as they continue to serve in the body of Christ. And I thank you for this in Jesus' name. And we all said, Amen.